Hello everyone, this is Kelly Beard of karmictools.com and this is your weekly forecast for April 25th through May 1st of 2021. So this week is going to be pretty intense no matter how you slice it. We have a Scorpio super full moon, which means it's closer to the earth and in more exact alignment, which makes the pull a little stronger. And within 24 hours, Pluto, which rules Scorpio, is retrograding. So it's all connected as we rebirth ourselves for spring, right? What are we bringing to life and what are we letting die off? Let's think about that. Now, the week kicks off with a little continuation of last week. And we talked about this last week, how Venus was going to conjunct Uranus and square Saturn and then Mercury and then the sun. So we have all the personal planets making their rounds, basically helping us rewire things internally as individuals. So on the 25th, which is Sunday, Mercury is going to square Saturn. This energy is good for deep self-reflection and intentional solitude rather than negotiating with others, as it can create challenges around communication and self-expression. It is easier to feel misunderstood when trying to convey something, or you may seem a little down to others when it's more of a serious, not necessarily a negative vibration. This is not usually good energy for business negotiations unless every detail is very clear to all involved. This energy often makes you most critical of yourself, but it could trickle over onto others as well. Basically, Saturn helps you see where there is any weakness and instability, so you're recognizing what needs to be fixed or fortified. And Mercury can actually be useful for learning. Beware of a tendency toward apathy, pessimism, and or depression. That's Saturn and Mercury, which makes it more mental than literal. Try to stay focused on all the blessings that you do have and all that you have accomplished instead of what's still on the list of things to do in life. This energy is not intended to make you feel bad about all the things left yet to do, but encourage you to begin the necessary steps and be okay with small measures of progress for now. This energy tends to make you focus on the practical side of manifesting. Clear the mental distractions and emotional debris and begin to lay a new, clean, solid foundation beneath your goals. Then strategize about the details of bringing them to fruition. That will cheer you up too. So this is one of those energies, plan the party first. This is part of the serious work where we have to clear our mental around our reality. We need to change our mind about something so that our reality can unfold with a little more ease and grace. What's changing is our values and priorities. So Mercury's linking up with Venus and initiating a clean slate here between our ideas, thoughts, and concepts, and our values, priorities, and resources. So this energy encourages you to see the divine order or the unifying theme running through the events of your life, good, bad, and indifferent, as well as past, present, and future. This is an initiation of new values around communication, self-expression, and the value of your own ideas. You may finally be able to express ideas that have been percolating in your head, some people say, I love you at this time, since Venus is involved, or articulate their feelings in deeper, more expressive ways. It's really juicy for your inner artist, because this is the beginning of expressing your creative ideas in altogether new and different ways than ever before. Allow your imagination to free flow. Play with ideas with no attachment to outcome. So deep breath. If the previous one said intentional solitude, it might be some good time to journal this week, especially under the full moon. Ask for that illumination. I'm kind of bummed because last night was the peak of the first meteor showers of the season, but it's okay because it got my attention. 
I don't know if I told y'all, but I really want to be camping out on the Sand Dunes Park, which is a night sky park, to film those meteor showers with my big fancy camera. So hold that vision, y'all, because I am trying to upgrade my videos from the beach sunset to either the night sky or mountain sunrise. So my dream this week is to actually get up the day before, like Saturday and Sunday, and do sunrise over the mountain because the moon, the full super moon, will be setting behind the mountain at the same time. So cross your fingers that we have blue skies. That has screwed up a couple of my mornings too, where it was too cloudy to see anything. But anyway, I didn't mean to interrupt. I just thought about that sky and doing my own journaling because a lot is happening in my springtime over here too. So allow your imagination to free flow and play with ideas with no attachment to outcome. Take advantage and explore all that this energy stirs within you. But don't give in to overthinking or overprocessing things. These connections are richer, giving you access to deeper personal growth and development through a new understanding of how all the events of your life ultimately work together for good. You can see the necessity of certain challenges and clearly see your own personal mastery thus far. Celebrate how far you've come <laughs> and choose to create some new thought patterns that integrate and reflect more beauty throughout your life. Okay, that's Mercury and Venus getting together. Very powerful activation initiation to come right before the full moon in Scorpio, the super full moon. The Scorpio full moon always shines a bright light on that which we may have overlooked, suppressed, or postponed that will no longer remain hidden. Scorpio moon can also be a very emotionally intense moon to experience and navigate. So rather than let it plunge you into the depths of the underworld, try to consciously choose an aspect of your being or your life that you are ready, willing, and finally able to truly release and ask that the universe support this process with ease and grace. Humans are creatures of habit and generally resist letting go, but honestly, that will only intensify and prolong any pain you might already be experiencing. Take your power back by choosing to allow whatever it is to go from your life so that it can either come back in a higher purified form or something even better can grow up in its place that would better suit your needs at this time anyway. Remember, Scorpio is raw truth. Don't try to make sense of it until next month. The Sag super full moon lunar eclipse is going to be huge, but generally the Sag full moon brings in the higher truth. I always look at Scorpio as raw truth and Sag as higher truth. We kind of come to our knees, reconnect with our soul, and then finally see the bigger picture when we get to Sag. But right now, we just don't want to try to make sense of things. Just work on surrender and acceptance, as well as reclaiming your own power to direct your life. This is a potent time for consciously co-creating with the life-death-life cycle. What in and around you needs to die so that something new can be seeded to come into this existence. This full moon asks you to define your deepest core values, because it's Taurus time, and then asks, what are you willing to sacrifice for something of greater value to you. Deep breath. So that's Monday. And then Tuesday, Pluto retrogrades in Capricorn. Pluto is in a long process of purification and transformation, basically 2008 to 2024. So we're about three years shy of 
the shift in Pluto, which means we're already feeling it. And Pluto retrogrades annually, facilitating evolution on a more subtle level. Although if your chart is activated, it may not feel subtle. So anyone with Aries, Libra, Cancer, Capricorn at the later degrees is being affected by this Pluto right now. I can raise my hand. I'm one of them. On a personal level, Pluto helps you dig up any destructive unconscious patterns, strips you raw and confronts you with who you are and how you will survive when nothing and no one else is available to help or support you. I like to think of Pluto as our buried treasures, and like diamonds, it often requires a very special task to release from within and bring into the light. Often, because Pluto rules death, rebirth, and transformation, something is sacrificed for your own greater good. Although it may sometimes be painful and debilitating, it doesn't have to be. But it almost always is A, necessary, and B, ultimately liberating. It's what we call a liberating ordeal. Never easy, but always worth it. Pluto is traveling through the Capricorn sector of your chart, digging deep and activating any other planets you may have in Capricorn or Cancer, Aries, and Libra by default. So it's good to look at this as an ongoing purification and transformation of these departments in life. Pluto moves generations and great numbers of people along their evolutionary path. However, every year when it retrogrades, it turns that energy inward, giving us unique access to our own depths, where our soul self resides. When it goes forward, October 10th, it is a very gradual awakening process that develops from there. Transformation happens behind the scenes and often out of the prying eyes of others, as well as your own conscious monkey mind. This is deep soul work that only you can do. What have you really purified and transformed this year? Or what would you like to? Use this time to set intentions for purification in the sense that you are supported to strip away the non-essential and reconnect with your purest original intent. Change is greatly supported at this time. So anything that you are really ready, truly willing, and finally able to change can be transformed forever. Capricorn gets everyone focused on choices and responsibilities as well as the structure of your life that supports and protects you and the overall stability of whatever house it rules. This is where you should channel your energies and focus to improve at this time. Deep breath. So then we move on to Thursday. Mercury is going to sextile Neptune. This is a great energy for imagination, consciousness, and intuition. However, keep a good filter to distinguish between your own perceptions and what you are picking up from those around you will be crucial to your success. Your mind may be tuned into a different channel than usual this week, and you may have to rely on other senses like your feelings or intuitive hunches. You may be very perceptive, picking up on the thoughts and feelings of others, which if and when you are clear and your filters are working, you can yield some surprising revelations about where their consciousness is at this time, for better or worse and how it reflects an aspect of your own consciousness that you may not have been aware of. Try to avoid work that requires any attention to detail. Allow your creativity to flow freely without censoring what comes through you at this time. You can organize it later. This is the energy to explore, create, and free flow. Mm, deep breath. So this is our mental ideas, thoughts, and concepts with Neptune, the planet of dreams and imagination, 
It's also spirituality, our connection to God. So we might be able to do some really good prayer work or communing with the ancestors with this one. It's just not super great for human interaction because Neptune often does confuse things. And so anytime we're dealing with Neptune, any planets, we want to hold good boundaries and really pay attention to the filters things are coming through. So that's Thursday. Then Friday, Sun is going to conjunct Uranus. This is an annual link up. So for seven to eight years, it went through Aries. And now for seven to eight years, it's going to happen in Taurus every year in Taurus time. But it's a powerful reset, especially when you know the area of life being affected. So for example, mine is the sixth house. So I'm definitely starting new routines, getting more focused on my health, being more earthy and grounded because that's the Taurus house. But I'm also being liberated in my body and feeling all kinds of new things. So let's be open and open to change and willing to try new things and not be so upset about Uranus's disruptions, let's say. So this energy serves to provoke a radical shift within you, catalyzing a desire to breathe fresh, clean, new, vital energy into your idea of who you are and what you came to contribute. It may not be comfortable, but it is necessary, and even more so for those of you who are rigid in your habits and thinking or those of you who depend on others to validate who you are and what you contribute. Sometimes a little disruption serves to get you focused on what is really important to you. And at this time, change is in the air. So it is far better to use the intensity of collective change to shift on personal levels rather than try to go it alone or worse, play the martyr or victim. It's time for your most unique self to contribute the peace that only you can. This activation may bring the sudden clarity you need and a refreshed attitude toward life, which can help tremendously as you fortify the connection to what makes you feel truly free and independent. If you resist the shift, you will manifest other disruptions that are far less productive, much more frustrating, and significantly more costly. Deep breath. It's always you. It's always you. Let's keep the focus on you. I'm still giving you permission to be selfish. Aries Taurus time is such a pure time to go inward and look at your own self and what's important to you. And then we come back out in Gemini and express it to others. But right now we're resetting things. This conjunction is an initiation of a new one year for us. The initiation with Venus is probably not quite a year, probably more like nine months, but still it's an idea that we're seeding now that will come to life like a baby in a gestation, nine months. So take some time apart this week, if you can, to be under the moon. I certainly am going to try and if I can film it, I will and I will share it with you. That was something I forgot the last two weeks. I meant to talk about the videos and the pictures that I've been using because I used a fire video and I'm going to use another fire video for this week because of the full moon in Scorpio and Pluto retrograde. It just feels like Phoenix from the ashes, transformative fire, just it felt right. And I got what I thought was a really good video when it was happening. Of course, I was live there with the fire. So it was a magical, magical fire. This one that goes with this forecast this week. And the mountain pictures, for anyone that's curious, is Pikes Peak and Mount Cheyenne or Cheyenne Mountain in Colorado Springs. That's the mountains we're looking at in all my pictures now. So 
I hope you're enjoying the shift from the beach to the mountains, because I certainly am, and I'm having fun sharing it with you. Also, I guess while I have you, I should add here that on the Aries new moon, which was Sunday, April 11th, I popped on spontaneously to Instagram to try to do something live that was pretty magical and wonderful. But as always, and my sister Maria, Sister Shaman, says it could be my iPhone 5, because I guess they're up to 10 or 12 or 15 or something by now, that isn't allowing me to do certain tricks, like retain the the recording and get it up to my story. So I went back and pre-recorded and posted, and everyone seemed to love that. So here's what I came up with for the Taurus new moon, especially as we approach this week's full moon in Scorpio, because this gives us all time to sort of prepare. My new idea is to pre-record my divinations, just like I did for the new moon in Aries. I'm going to do the new moon in Taurus. Post that the week before, May 11th, new moon in Taurus at 1 p.m. Mountain Time, which is when I'll hop on live. Same thing. I want to do it at the exact time of the new moon for us so that we can do a little ceremony together. And then what we do live together is pull cards for you. That is the piece that we didn't get to dive into and have fun with. And that's the part that's the most fun with people in person and spontaneous. And like I said, when we pull a card for you, it's almost always a good message for others. The divinations that I do for the community that I'll post before we get together, you'll get to go through that and bring your questions, bring your comments, bring your aha moments to the May 11th. I will hop back on Instagram live. I mean, I might get on a little before that time. I think that was kind of what we wanted to do so that we can light a candle or say a prayer or do whatever we want to do right at one o'clock. So I probably will pop on a half hour earlier, 1230. So that's 11.30 Pacific and 2.30 East Coast. That makes it 1.30 in Chicago. So this is just an experiment, y'all. I really like being with you live for the new moon that way. It was so much fun. And the power wishes we did and the intentions that we set and the things that have happened just in the first two weeks have been very interesting. So I'm curious about how it's unfolded for y'all as well. So that's my little Instagram sidebar for those of you that play over there in that sandbox at the Sacred Sandbox, which is my handle there. And we'll see if this little rhythm works where I post the divinations and then we get together on the new moon and pull cards for you all. That's going to be fun for me. I am so looking forward to it. I'm also looking into a better internet connection in the backyard. So cross those fingers on that one, too. Because I do live at the foot of the mountain. Shanta moved to a beach island and I moved to the mountain. So we sort of swap places, but we're still working. In fact, our full moon call is Tuesday the 27th. For those of you who like to join us in the Shanta circle, shantagabriel.com has a way to join us there in the compassionate wisdom circle. I also have it on my circle page on my Karmic Tools site. So you can get there. You want to join us for the full moon gathering. Otherwise, my next event will be the Venus Circle, May 6th, a Thursday night. Hoping that Kathy Pagano can be with us again. We'll see. All right, everyone. I better wrap it up. Oh, that's the big news. Oh, I can't believe I forgot about this. Okay. On karmictools.com, under offerings, under Mystic Mentor, I've added my mentorship packages from my Kelly and Beard site. And 
I'm added a new custom monthly guidance subscription for $50 a month. But there's a sample here so you can see what you get. And you'll get MP3s and PDFs from me every month. Plus, we'll have a one-on-one -on -one session to discuss the full moon and new moon and your intentions and how that's going. And when I can, I will suggest a ritual. But the ritual I put here as bonus material, and this is on that under offerings Mystic Mentor page, is actually going, the rituals are going to go with the Soul Sister Circle when that gets launched, which I'm really working hard to do by Summer Solstice. So this ritual is just really good for spring equinox. And the self-love and divine mate is Aries Libra time, where we work on ourselves and our partnerships and collaborations. So that's kind of a fun ceremony in there. So check it out. I've been doing more mentoring and created this structure that's working really well, so well that when I got done mentoring my client, she wanted to keep going with the monthly guidance and support. It is powerful and it's personal. It's customized just for you. So it's one thing for me to do it on Instagram for the world and the community and we go as a group. But this one is customized with your chart and where things fall for you. And I pull tarot cards just for you and it's more personal. All right, everyone. Thank you so much. Be well. Reach out if you need to. Thanks so much for being part of the crew, part of this circle that keeps expanding. I so appreciate you. This is Kelly Beard of Karmic Tools signing off.